It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. These are men who spend hours at hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. The temps stay at 92. Stuck at 92, brah. I'm going to look at my phone just for the heck of it. Are you, do you got. dispute the 92 degree? No, I only got 90 on my phone. But I'll go with 92. Okay. That's what it says on the thermometer at the uh, Common Surface Savings and Loan. 92 degrees. Greatest Woo! greatest ray of hope I've encountered in a long time. Uh, Wynton Marsalis is a Pulitzer Prize winning jazz trumpeter who's been in the public consciousness for 30 years. He recently had critical things to say about the black community he is a part of, including that rap and hip-hop music are more damaging than a statue of Robert E. Lee. What a comforting sentence from mm-hmm. this guy. <clears throat> he he was appearing on a podcast this week by Washington Post columnist Jonathan Capehart, Uh who I had not previously heard of. I looked him up. He's a black columnist for the Washington Post, member of the editorial board. Marsalis, appearing on a Tuesday podcast by a Washington Post columnist, Jonathan Capehart, also said racism today isn't so much about what the media has highlighted, particularly President Donald Trump's election, but how we have lost our grip on our morality in the black community, using pornography and profanity and addressing ourselves in the lowest, most disrespectful form. I'm not a party liner, he added. Of rap and hip-hop, Marsalis had the following to say. You can't have a pipeline of filth be your default position, and it's free. Now the nation is entertained by that. It's not free, just like the toll the minstrel show took on black people and on white people. Now all of this, end this, n-word this, bitch that, ho that, it's just a fact at this point. For me, it was not a difficult, it was not a default position in the 80s. Now that it is the default position, how do you like me now? Do you like what you what it's yielding? How do you like it now? Do you like what it's yielding? Something is wrong with you. You need your head examined if you like this. It's almost like adults have left the room. Mm-hmm. Wow. Capehart then noted that Marsalis has repeatedly said he absolutely does not like rap and hip-hop. Marsalis's reply? I do not like it, and it doesn't matter that I don't like it, and I recognize that, but I'm from the civil rights movement. I was called the N-word. He, he said the word. And I'm not talking about that in my neighborhood, which, of course, that went on. I'm talking about, just for me, I don't like the fact of drums going away. I don't mind the computers. They're fine, but they can't replace the people. There's a movement now to drag public music down into that. Push. It's almost comical to me. My words are not that powerful. I started saying in 1985, I don't think we should have a music talking about N-words and bitches and hoes. It had no impact, what I said. 
I've said it, though, and I've repeated it, and I still repeat it. To me, that's more damaging than a statue of Robert E. Lee. I feel that's much more of a racial issue than taking Robert E. Lee's statue down. There's more N-words in that than there is in a Robert Robert E. Lee's statue. Hmm. Wow. Here's today's ray of hope. Marsalis on Thursday, that's today, right? Yeah. Posted a lengthy Facebook statement about what his words on the pod, uh, about his words on the podcast. And Marsalis didn't back down. In fact, he doubled down. Good for him. I wonder if he'll be called, uh, you know, if, he'll, if pressure will be put on him, an Uncle Tom, a sellout. Uh, a member of not all hip hop musicians have gone on record saying that the marketplace in the industry encourages them to make their material more commercial by adding violent and profanity-laced materialistic and over-the-top stereotypical images and concepts to their work. They too know that this mythology reinforces destructive behavior at home and influences the world's view of the Afro-American in a decidedly negative direction. If you love black people, how can you love this? Because someone will pay to go on a safari and watch you doesn't mean they admire the hippos. So far as the pornographic products and the minstrel show ghetto routines that are very popular, I can only say the people have spoken. We want to consume these products and want them for our kids. It is people's right to choose this as it is mine to express my thoughts and perhaps dissuade some from the specific products to which I refer. I accept the will of the people as what it is, but don't change my opinion of the products I'm talking about. At 56, I'm pretty sure I will not be alive when our country and the world of all races and persuasions no longer accepts being entertained by the pathology of black Americans and others who choose to publicly humiliate themselves for the appetites of those who don't share the same ongoing history and challenges. Over the years, I have come to accept this, but that doesn't mean I have to like and endorse it, so I don't. Here's today's Ray of Hope. Wayback Blues. Mm-hmm. There was more black leadership in that 30-minute podcast with a Washington Post columnist than black America has experienced since Martin Luther King died. Here, here. That's one of the problems in the cultural and uh, moral and ethical decline. Uh, there is no black leadership that I'm aware of. Somebody would have to explain to me who, who it would be. Nobody stands out and, right and now. And white leadership is suffering as well with, with coarseness and crudeness. And... But here is a Pulitzer Prize winning jazz trumpeter who has the cachet to say this. Mm-hmm. He's pushing back. I can't I can't do this. He he can only do this. It's fantastic. It's the it's the biggest pushback we've had so far. And he's right. Rap and hip hop is is is, is, a, is is dreadfully dreadfully demeaning and humiliating in many cases. Do you it's, think it's dreadful? <laughs> you think this will catch on uh, by the news media, or is it just going to no, be a long I, I got this. Book? This was reported on The Blaze, which is Glenn Beck's news site. Yes. It won't get reported. Well, maybe the Washington, maybe maybe uh, Capehart will do a column in the Washington Post. 
But I'm unaware of any other news source uh, picking this up. And that oh. may be a that may be a function of, of of just many news outlets being unaware of Jonathan Capehart and his podcast. Joe, yeah. this is John. Yeah, uh, Mr. Marsalis has been saying this for about twenty five years. Right, he says that He's, in here. Yeah, yeah, and if you read uh, the music, uh, the old trade magazines, right. he uh, he is not shy about stating this, and always has, and it has not hurt his career. Has oh, it? not at all. He's uh, considered, you know, he's the, the best. Trumpeter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's the trumpeter right he, now. He's the guy. He's yeah. he's this. He's Miles Davis. He's right Miles now. Davis. Exactly. Do the yeah. rappers or do the anybody in this industry? Uh, Fight back. I mean, shout back and say. I don't think they ever get in the arguments. They're making money. That's all they care about. His brother. And he acknowledges that. He's saying, "I know what you're doing." Yeah. And his brother, uh, it's Branford Marsalis, who, if you remember, was the original music director for Jay Leno. Right. Uh, And he works with various. uh, He's not as strong in his uh, talk like that, but he only works with. uh, He worked with Sting for a long time. Branford did, and he plays jazz also. uh, But he's kind of the same state of mind, but leans a little more. He'll play on a hip hop record on occasion. Yeah. So I don't think uh, uh, Winton would deign to play on a hip-hop uh, No, and no, he wouldn't. But he doesn't, I, A, he doesn't need to. B, he doesn't like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what could he possibly bring to it with his trumpet playing anyway? Yeah, well, well you know. He's a, he's a dignified jazz musician. Dignified? I don't know. He's got Charlie Brown's mom singing lyrics. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> That would actually be Winton playing a muted trumpet. Oh, that's that's not Charlie Brown's teacher. It's no, not okay. Charlie Brown's mother. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. That's what I thought. Oh, Charlie Brown's teacher is singing this song. You know, I'm going to look for the next time he comes to town. Yeah, I don't know. Just so how... I can buy a ticket and give him a standing ovation. Yeah. Where would he play? Oh, I know. Orpheum. Orpheum. Uh, Fine Line. Yeah, Dakota, I... maybe. Uh... Yeah, I don't know if he travels a lot. He's also the music director at... Uh... Oh, what's the big place in New York? Uh, Carnegie Hall? Uh, he's something. Madison he's, Square Garden? Yeah, no, he's... Anyway, he's... You know. Radio City Music Hall? No, Yankee Stadium? I, oh, I came in here unprepared, so yeah, I guess I should have... Subway Station? Shell's Deli? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he's the director. <laughs> if, you, if you have... Well, I shouldn't say this, but if you have... A satellite radio. Yeah. You listen to the real jazz station. Yeah, uh, those oh, are the, the words Lincoln, of John Heights. Lincoln Center. Lincoln, Lincoln Center, Center Jazz right. Orchestra. He's the leader of that. Oh, okay. He has a weekly program where they have uh, guests and play uh, various jazz. Satellite tunes. radio. Well, I'm just sending Winton my God. God bless you, Winton. Yes. That's one of the best rays of hope we've encountered in a long time. Hollywood Bowl? He, no, we got it, Rudy. man who spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. I'm going to give you a lilac update. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm holding in my hand the picture from May 25th, 2017. Yes. Would you corroborate that those lilacs are in their most elegant essence right there? Full bloom. And they smelled terrific. I can almost smell them through here. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I'll be taking the photograph tomorrow. Okay. For comparison purposes, I don't think they're going to be as as uh, as what what would the term be? They're not fleshed out, leafed out, uh, caped uh, out. Not caped. No cape because that's when you. They're not going to be quite as robust tomorrow. I think just a 
shade off. Just a shade. You don't think they'll be in full bloom? So here's what, for the rest of my life, which, you know, might be not that long. No, not the hour. Or or maybe long. I'm going to take this picture every May 25th. (laughs) Huh? Okay. Okay, you got. You're just announced right here that, for huh? both of you. You right? just announced for both that, of huh? you right here. Every May 25th, you want me to call Governor Dayton to see if we can get a proclamation. And on now that? I note, I note that the picture was taken at 8:42 p.m. So that's when I'll take it tomorrow. When you were just trying to find your way back home. No, I was home, obviously. <laughs> yes, obviously. why don't you? Why don't you just do this? Uh, I'm telling no, you. No, you go on a walk sometimes. Uh, no, those are beautiful, and I do love uh, lilacs. They smell fabulous. Hold on, CP. We gotta wait till eight forty-two. Tomorrow's go a big here. day, hon. We're going out tomorrow. <laughs> I gotta go out at eight forty-two. Yep, here it is. Take a picture. <laughs> no, well, you I'm gotta going go to. before eight forty-two because you gotta get in place so that at eight forty-two you're right. ready to That's go. That's right. That's you're right. Setting up the um, the full. Now I note something share. else. I note something else. What? The hostas. On, on May 25th, 2017, were completely filled in. And they are not close to being no, completely filled in. they are not. I, I wonder r- if that's because of the late snow we had. Would that have anything to do with it? Here we go. Let's, uh, oh, go ahead and hit it. Second button over. I don't care Main page. Down the second button. Yeah. So you get that late season snow. I have noticed that. My Moron. Tools. Moron. Number two. Yep. What do you think compelled this conversation in the first place? No, no, I, the and other I, day, I, yeah, quiet. Yeah. The other day, I said, or I started hyping this, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. I said, I got a really neat picture of the lilacs I took May 25th, 2017. Yeah. And about two weeks ago, I was, I think what I said to you is, I bet, I bet on this May 25th, I'll, I will have a different photograph. Right. Only to discover within the last two days... They're 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 bursting out. They're they're wanting to be there. Mm-hmm. But I just think they're going to be a tad short. And if I base it on the hostas, uh, the hostas are well short they're of behind. May twenty fifth, twenty seventeen. And yes, Reavers, it's the snowstorm of April fourteenth that is the reason for this. You're welcome. He's helping you point that out. Is what he's doing, pointing that out so that you know. I noted this is the latest I have ever. Cut my grass for the first time. Well, no, that's interesting. This is the this is the latest. I I didn't I cut my cut grass until Sunday. Really? Yes. It didn't need it. I did, my my grass was fine. It finally got to the point where I had to get out there. But I can't remember waiting until May. What would that have been? May twentieth. Well, and I haven't even uh, turned my sprinklers on. Yet. No, me either. May twenty fifth, twenty seventeen, eight forty two p.m. Mayor of Garage Logic checks in, takes photograph. Uh, people are emailing. Are they? What have you found? I have to tell them it's not until tomorrow. And I won't, so I have nothing to report tomorrow. In Tuesday. Fact, in fact, I might take tomorrow off just to set this up, just to be ready. No, don't, don't do that. Yeah, I might You're have. sit out there all day. In fact, I think what I'll do, too, is take a, not only a, a telephone photograph of it, but I'll use my, my conventional 35-millimeter camera with the oh, film that I still have to yeah. take to the drugstore. You store. think you're a photographer. I, I am a very good photographer. So you you're gonna you're gonna sit out there all day. I'm gonna get ready. I'm gonna get a chair. What? Read a book while yeah, you're yeah, watching yeah, the things. Yeah, 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 get a chair. But oh, you're messed up. You know what I could do? You're even more than messed up. Take pictures hourly to oh show my God. to show no, no, to show the to no. show the growth and promise. You're already gonna be mocked by neighbors that are gonna see you out there. You're gonna be mocked by us for taking um, time lapse video or, or uh, pictures. 
We were certainly poorly served by the governor and the legislature this session, weren't we? Uh, yes. God almighty. Uh, particularly when it comes to tax conformity, mm-hmm. we, none of us know anything. Right. We don't know where we'll be next year. Minnesota needs to align its tax code with recent federal changes or some filers will likely pay more and completing returns will be more complicated. There's a chance the 2019 legislature and a new governor could quickly come to an agreement next year to address this problem. State officials say they are also seeking ways to prevent any complications. Dayton insisted that any tax proposal from Republicans include $138 million in emergency funding to help Minnesota schools facing budget gaps. Why are they facing budget gaps? Why are they not competent? Why can they not budget? What right. proof do they have that more money will equal higher academic achievements? For there is none. They have enough money. Why can't they budget? Because sh- schools is an endless hole into which we pour money, and there will never be enough, even though it's half Education is half this state's budget. Half. I wish Why we, can't they budget? I wish we would have a governor that said no. B as in B, S as in S. Uh, Acme School District 123, here's your money. Budget it right. and stick to the damn budget. Don't, don't promise the teachers' unions X, Y, or Z until you have A, B, and C. The teachers' union, which backs the woman who wants us all to take a dump on Trump. Right. Poorly served. Poorly served. Dayton doesn't care. He's going out. He's going to get what he wants. Whether whether what, he doesn't care. He's going to get what he wants. He's what is he? He doesn't face anything. The Republicans should need to make the people of Minnesota aware of how much damage Dayton has done. Yes. Then you'll uh, make America. Or make Minnesota great again. Make make it really good. Uh, we'll be back shortly, but now thanks to our great friends okay. in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal in Your Money Now. Well, we are late in the trading session, but it is till, still too early to call it. Stocks have been bouncing around quite a bit yet again today. Right now, we are mixed, headed toward the close with the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 52 points. The NASDAQ composite ahead seven, and the S&P 500 is down just three points. Rates for health plans sold under the Affordable Care Act are going up next year. The Congressional Budget Office says the premium for the benefit Benchmark Silver Plan is projected to jump an average of 15%. The increase is driven, being driven in large part because people will no longer be penalized for not having insurance. And the CBO says that change alone will cause premiums to be way higher because fewer healthy people will buy coverage, leaving insurers with a sicker and costlier group of policyholders. IKEA is recalling nearly 5,000 bicycles due to a fall hazard. You may not have even known they sold bikes. The recall covers IKEA 26- and 28-inch aluminum frame Slada bikes. Those bikes have a drive belt instead of a chain, and IKEA said the belts can break, posing the hazard. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All right, we'll hold the brakes, and we'll talk to you next hour. Bruce Vale with the Your Money Now report. Now, I know it's going to be warm this weekend, but if you want to get a little bit of sun and there's also some shade, we've got the Town Ball Classic at Target Field. And if you would like tickets, check out all the information provided at our website, 1500ESPN.com. 
Town Ball. You're going to get $10 ticket, gets you three games. They're going to have concessions open there. It's going to be a blast. And you know what? It's going to be fun. you got a little a spare room around Target Field, so go for a little stroll in the shade. But first, get your tickets because it is this Saturday. Check out the Town Ball Classic at 1500 ES. Garage Logic Segment Number Eight. Jungle Blues by the Mr. esteemed Marcellus. Winton Marcellus. Here's John Hyde. Thank you, Joe. It's partly sunny. By the way, it is officially only 90 degrees, as you stated, Joe. Oh, okay. For some reason, we lost two degrees. I don't know why. <laughs> This update brought to you by Robert W. Baird and Company. Twins are off today. They'll open up a three-game series tomorrow night in Seattle. They've reinstated Miguel Sano. He missed 24 games with a hamstring issue. To make room on the roster, the Twins have sent Nick Cave back to Rochester. I bet we lost two degrees because of that late-season snow. I wonder if there's any snow still piled up in parking lots. In a nice shaded area? Like out 3M usually had a big pile oh, every that, year. Oh, by now, it would be dark right. and black almost. Or like a big school, too, because, you know, the big parking lots at schools. That's right. Been, huh? That's right, Chris. Hey, that you're boy. catching on. One note from the Twins division, White Sox catcher Wellington Castillo's been suspended for 80 games. Uh-oh, what'd baseball. he take? He tested positive for a drug. Uh, well, it's one that Lance Armstrong took, and it's more associated with bikers. Uh, it's called erythropoietin, EPO anyway. Uh, it's uh, usually cyclists and other endurance athletes use it. Uh, Castillo, they signed him as a free agent in the offseason to a two-year, $15 million deal. He's hitting two seventy with six home runs and 15 RBIs. Uh, with this suspension, uh, that two-year, $15 million deal, he will forfeit half of his $7.25 million salary serving that suspension. Carl Anthony Towns and Jimmy Butler today made the All-NBA third team, the second-time Timberwolves teammates of been all league in the same season. The Wolves had only three players, Kevin Garnett eight times, Kevin Love twice, and Sam Cassell once, make all team teams, all league teams, excuse me, in 2003 and 2004. Garnett was on the first team and Cassell on the second. Timberwolves, of course, made the playoffs this year for the first time since that season. We are warmer than Sanibel Island, where it's 81. We are warmer than Palm Desert out in California, where it's 84. We're warmer than Santa Fe, New Mexico, 76. We're warmer than San Diego, 62. We're warmer than Palm Beach Gardens, which is 81. And we're warmer than Bonita Springs, Fort Myers area, 85. It's only 62 in San Diego? Yep. Wow. News notes from today. A man is accused of breaking into a church, stealing two iPads. I'm on fire today. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm on a roll, baby. It's beer show day. The man accused of... That's tonight? Yes, sir. Okay. Breaking into a church, stealing two iPads, and stopping to sample some of the church's wine before leaving, according to a criminal complaint. Oh, man, you're messing with... uh... Yeah. 20, That's bad voodoo, man, mm, to go after the church wine. 20-year-old Reese Joseph William Foy Finch is charged with one felony count of second-degree burglary. According to the complaint, police responded to Ascension Episcopal Church in Stillwater just before 9 in the morning, March 26th, on the report of a burglary. Episcopal Church? They don't even have the good wine. <laughs> Church's basement houses a Head Start program, and the supervisor reported two iPads valued at 700 bucks were taken from her desk. Other areas of the church had also been broken into the complaint states, and someone took food and wine from the church. 
On April 17th, police arrested Foy Finch after finding him in the previously burglarized church while it was locked up. The complaint says he told police he was involved in the March 26th burglary, but that one of the accomplices must have stolen the iPads. He said he would have lost it if he knew someone stole the iPads. Two of the alleged accomplices that he named told police he broke into the safe and stole the iPads. One said he helped Foy Finch destroy the devices afterwards. They said he contemplated reporting Foy Finch's alleged chef, uh, theft excuse me, to the police, but Foy Finch threatened to hurt him. The complaint states Foy Finch is implicated in multiple violent theft-related investigations. Two people died early this morning after a rollover crash in Shoreview. It happened just before 1 this morning in the area of Cottage Place and Victoria Street. A white vehicle rolled over onto a lawn in the area, according to authorities. A what vehicle? White. Okay. I, color. It's, all right. Yeah. I, I, I saw a picture of it. I couldn't tell what the make was. Tried to figure it out. According to the Ramsey County Sheriff's Office, 21-year-old Annalisa Dominique Leal and 34-year-old Jose Antonio Campis Sandoval were pronounced dead at the scene. Mm-hmm. Investigators say they're not sure who was driving. The Sheriff's Office says they do not think alcohol is a factor at this point. I never have heard uh, a car identified by color before. Really? No, it's not unusual in accident. I, uh, I saw a poor story. picture. I mean, when you ask, you know, mangled. what kind of car is it? The answer normally isn't white. It's usually, you know, Chevrolet <laughs> sure. or Ford. You know. Unless I'm telling my mom what car, she says, what kind of car did you buy? And I say, I bought a black one. Yeah. That's all she needs to know. Yeah. <laughs> a school bus driver caused uh, ca- that fatal crash on a New Jersey high last week. Uh, highway by crossing three lanes of traffic in an apparent attempt to make an illegal U-turn. Jesus. That, according to the complaint released today, that charged the driver with vehicular homicide. Authorities say 77-year-old Huddy Muldrow Sr. has been charged with vehicular homicide, also known as death by auto, and the deaths of a 10-year-old student, Miranda Vargas, and 51-year-old teacher Jennifer Williamson. More than 40 others were injured, some seriously, in the May 17th crash between the bus and a dump truck. The bus was one of three carrying students and teachers from a middle school on a field trip to a historic site in western New Jersey. After he missed the turn, Muldrow tried to merge onto Interstate 80 in Mount Olive, about 45 miles west of New York City, turned sharply across the highway toward a U-turn area reserved for emergency vehicles. Muldrow disregarded the marked no-turn sign and turned bus number two to the left in an apparent attempt to gain access to a different route, according to the affidavit. The crash sheared the bus from its wheelbase and crushed the front end of the dump truck. State police said Muldrow oh. would be taken into custody this afternoon. He has a detention here. And there was one casualty? Two. Two A teacher and a student. Oof. Blue flames burning in the lava still from Hawaii's Kilauea uh, volcano. Where, where do the blue flames come from? That's the really hot stuff, That's isn't really it? really hot. They're raising new fears of explosions. Did we ever figure out how to pronounce that? Because I've said it six different ways already. Kilauea, I thought. Let's go with Kilauea. Kilauea, okay. Emergency officials say if fissures open west of Pahoa, lava could block the one remaining open highway. If that happens, about 1,000 people would have to be helicoptered to safety. And if that highway had a white Mustang on it, Joe Sushre wouldn't (laughs) care. Well, what I would do, uh, if that's the case, is I'd leave now on the one highway. I would, too. Yeah. Uh, residents are also eyeing another development. After three weeks of gawking at images of bright red lava bursting skyward, the Big Island's focus has shifted to uh, blue and worrisome, blue flames that indicate the presence of methane gas. Methane gas is a result of the lava-burning plants and trees. Scientists say it could trigger explosions if ignited while trapped underground. Now, I saw this um, image yesterday. I, I know you can't really see it, Joe, but it it's, has two 
maps of Hawaii next to each other. Yeah. And it says what people imagine the Hawaiian lava flow looks like. Yeah. And that's the one with red all over here. Yeah. And what the actual Hawaii lava flow is like is just a little smidgen over here. Really? Uh, I don't know if that's 100% accurate. I know it's not all over Hawaii, but when you see the pictures, you'd think that it's just globbing the entire state. <laughs> globbing? That's yeah. a verb? Globbing? I don't know. Did I invent that? I think you did. Okay. A bone fragment recovered from a Cape Cod shipwreck is not from the infamous pirate Samuel Black Sam Bellamy after all. John, I sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Rook, do uh, what helps us always understand the size of things is acreage, because I can compare it to a lake. See if you can get the acreage of the Kilo- Kilauea lava flow. Okay. See what you just did? Yeah. Had a boy, Rook. Yep, made my work on that. <laughs> you did, yeah. Hey, man. The Waida Pirate Museum in Yarmouth announced today that DNA testing determined the bone was from a male with general ties to the eastern Mediterranean area, but it was not from a Samuel Black Sam Bellamy, after all. The museum had enlisted forensic scientists to extract DNA from the bone fragment, compare it with DNA from a living Bellamy descendant. The Wida sank in 1717, taking 102 lives. Bellamy's body was among 40 never found or identified. The wreck had been discovered back in 1984. Most of the treasure is thought to remain on the ocean floor. Forbes has listed Bellamy as the highest earning pirate ever, plundering about $120 million worth of treasure. It's a big question for smokers and policymakers. Do electronic cigarettes help people quit smoking? In a large study of company wellness programs, e-cigs worked no better than traditional stop-smoking tools. The only thing that really helped people quit smoking? Paying them to kick the habit. Hmm. Critics of the study say it doesn't close the case, though, on vaping products. It didn't rigorously test effectiveness, just compared e-cigarettes to other methods among 6,000 smokers who were offered help to quit. That's still valuable information, they said, because it's what happens in daily life. Providing e-cigarettes did not improve the number of people who quit compared to essentially doing nothing, said Dr. Scott Halpern of the University of Pennsylvania. He said the very best way to help them quit, give them What's your money. theory? What's your theory on that? On what? When you quit smoking. My theory? Yeah, you have a... My, th- my, my approach was zen-like. You only can quit when you realize you don't have to. You only can quit when, when you, you realize, realize you don't, you have, don't to. have to. Did you find any acreage... How expansive is the damage? This is pretty mind-boggling. Lava has flowed across almost 400,000 square feet, or about eight acres. At least 26 eight homes have acres. been destroyed, yet the movement... That's smaller the, than a pond. Right. So it's not as big as we uh, I thought. I'll try to verify that as well. But this is from USA Today, which they would have a good graph and stat. Uh, How many Mustangs? Yeah, how many Mustangs have been? One that we know of that did not fight back all right. at all. This guy has seen more urban wildlife than a DNR field agent with a PhD, Joe Suchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. It's a warm and steamy one. We did drop two degrees in the last hour. We've had a few uh, more cumulus clouds kind of pop up around the area. They're calling it partly cloudy, but 90, and we were 92 last hour. The dew point is extremely high, though. The dew point's still at 60, and that gives us a um, heat index in the lower 90s. 
and we're going to see those dew points climb up into the mid-60s overnight tonight. Some isolated thunder is possible, but right now it looks like it's a very slim chance. If it does pop up, it'll be between about 7 p.m. tonight and about midnight. And uh, after that, it stays warm and muggy through the night. Tomorrow is a warm and humid day again, 90 for the high. 92 on Saturday, 92 on Sunday, 91 on Monday. Should stay dry through the weekend. If there are some thunderstorms that do develop, they develop overnight. Same story for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We drop into the 80s, though, for highs for the latter part of next week. Again, today, Joe, going for a high somewhere of around, we've had 92 already. We'll probably uh, reach that number again here in the next hour or so. And then down to a 69-degree low tonight. I have the records for the day, Joe. May 24. As we said last hour, 95 is the record for the day. 95. And that was in 2010. 2010. 32. Now, yesterday was the last sub-freezing low. This is the last freezing low temperature for a record, 32. 32. In 1925. 1925. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. We are fact-based, and frequent emailer Tom Wilson notes that uh, John Height had the twins sending down Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Okay. Uh, no, uh, Nick Cave is a punk rocker, and uh, that's who John had in his mind. Ah. The twins sent down Jake Cave. Jake Cave. Yeah. Not not uh, not Nick Cave. Not he's Nick a, Cave and rocker. the Bad Seeds. Punk yeah, the Australian uh, the Australian rocker. Say, uh, bear update. We interrupt this program to bring you a bulletin concerning the bear in Central City. Jellystone Park has turned into a city. Hold it, bear. Hey, look at that bear up there. Somebody's up there for a coat on a parapet. All right, look out. Come back here, bear. Don't be afraid, bear. Move this way. Give me your paw. What did you do that for? I didn't bite them. That's not a bear. That's a lion. I know. I messed up on that bear. It's still great. We've got aggressive bears now in St. Croix County, Wisconsin. But I will take you closer to home before this bear update is completed. All right. How are they aggressive? A hunter's close encounter with two bears in St. Croix County, Wisconsin, has prompted a warning from the DNR. This occurred May 13, involved a turkey hunter at Betterly Waterfowl Production Area. He was approached by a yearling bear that came within 10 feet. The hunter first tried scaring the bear off by yelling at it and then noticed a second large bear nearby. The hunter began walking away but was pursued by the smaller bear. The hunter fired a warning shot into the air, which sent the yearling bear running. While leaving the area, the hunter noticed a yearling following him again, so he repeated the warning shot. That didn't work the second time. The hunter reported to the DNR that both bears were trailing him as he retreated from the area. That would scare me. Uh, until he reached an open field, and that's when he was able to run back to his vehicle. Wisconsin DNR wildlife biologist Ryan Heffley called the interaction aggressive and unusual. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There's definitely something interesting going on, he said. Hmm. Uh, Reavers. Yes, sir. Did you take down the post of the guy in the deer stand? Who, no, it's uh, still up there. Wow, that's a brave guy. With the deer, bear climbed the tree and just started sniffing the guy. Well, Checking I around. remember seeing that. The most amazing thing is the guy in the deer stand. There's no, he doesn't flinch. There's no reaction. Right, it's right. he's as calm as can be. Halfley in Wisconsin said signs have been uh, posted around Betterly, uh, warning hunters in the area uh, that the area contains bears that are not afraid of humans. A DNR press release describes a report from Federal Wildlife Services of a yearling bear in the area that was exhibiting little fear of humans when visiting a bird feeder. Uh, 
Halfley said bears could lose their fear of humans if they've been fed by people. He said that's not been confirmed in the St. Croix County reports, but added that it is a pretty good assumption. Why would you be feeding the bears? Why don't I take it closer to home? Okay. Residents in Burnsville should be on the lookout for a new neighbor. Come on. According to police. Huh? Look at the size of that thing. It's huge. The department confirmed via Facebook reports of a black bear sighting in southeast Burnsville. Wow. Mm -hmm. Police said the bear did not seem agitated or aggressive, but people in the area are asked to remain vigilant of their surroundings and not leave pets or small children unattended. (laughs) Does it really say that? Yes. Residents who see the bear are asked to call 911 if it appears aggressive. Otherwise, residents should avoid the bear, report the sighting via the DNR website, and leave it uh, and let it leave the area on its own. Well, here's what you got to do in Burnsville, if not in St. Croix County. Don't put any food out. Right. You put the food. If you put food out, they're going to find it. They're going to find your bird feeder. Right. They're going to find the whole deal. This looks like a very sizable bear in the photographs I'm I'm looking at. Most of the local uh, news gathering websites had this story in the photos from the bear in uh, Burnsville. Man, you. You wouldn't want to be outside with a little kid. No, well, I guess I mean it's yeah, of course not. That would if terrify they're me. Cruising around, yeah, I have a care, especially because it's going to be outdoor season when you run in to go get something and Junior's playing on the swing set. Uh, back to Wisconsin for a moment. Uh, do you know what to do if if you're confronted by a bear in your yard? Which you could zigzag. happen anywhere you live in the Twin Cities. This well, could happen. You zigzag. You no, think you, you cur- zigzag? You curl up in the in the fetal position. Play dead. Yep, play dead. Really? Well, you're both wrong. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. I got another here one. Here we go. Here we go. It depends. If the bear asks you, you're not here for the camping, right. are you? Do you want to go camping? You better do what he tells you. Mm-hmm. You're going to be busy for a while. You're not here for the camping. Right. You're not here for the camping. <laughs> the DNR recommends making noise when hiking or hunting in areas where bears live. Bears can become aggressive when startled. So give them a heads up, you know, yodel or something. Uh, when we the Mikulski family was camping one time, we had to bang pots and pans yeah. to scare the bears away. If a bear gets too close, yell and wave your arms to scare the bear off while backing away from the area. DNL, DNR Wildlife Damage Specialist Brad Cole Coley said in a news release in Wisconsin, if possible, seek shelter in a vehicle or building and wait for the bear to leave. Never approach a bear. Hey, kids, Dad's just going to bang these pots and pans together. Yeah, I wish I had that. <laughs> when I go to Heaven's video, yeah. I'm, that's one I'm going to have to was check this out. Was when you were parked in the parking lot in Roseville? No, this was serious oh. uh, Mikulski family camping with my dad oh. and mom. And, bears, and, uh, uh, bears living in and around the Beverly WPA, located about three miles east of New Richmond. Uh, bears living there, that's not, that's not uncommon. The area contains the Willow River, a wooded corridor frequented by wildlife that continues northeast to excellent bear habitat. Right. You know what? They're out there. And I've got another piece of advice. If you are a camper and you want to play a prank, um, do not bring a fake bear suit. Yeah. Walking around the woods, you might, uh, you know, you could get shot. I wouldn't do that. I would not. It's it's funny to think about, but I would would highly recommend against that. Why did that come into your mind? Because you've done it? No, I would like to do that. All right.
genuine man Don't tell me no lies Yeah And I know We got golf on? I had a little trouble Turning it on I saw that you ran here with the remote You were very frantic uh, <coughs> We're at Fort Worth it is the. I thought the it? show was over. That's why I'm eating. KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship. Pardon? This is. Oh, Tom Lehman, how's he doing? He's no, in this is. Place. We're we're not. It starts at three. Oh. At Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Okay. So you're you're going for the regular tour. You're not looking at the Senior PGA Championship to watch. This is kind of wrapping up, is what you're telling. That me. must be what's just ending on the Golf Channel, and then I'm waiting to go via the TCL 55 incher. We're going to be going to Fort Worth, I believe, to play a golf course that actually has trees. Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, it's good to see Tom Lehman doing well in the senior PGA Unlike when they uh, played last week in Dallas, the place was treeless. Trinity Forest, or yeah. I don't know why they Dallas call it courses forest. aren't for me. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. We're stuck at 90.